Beers, Dads, Ball, Podcast, with your host, Showdog. Anthony Richardson looks left, steps up in the pocket, rolls right, there he goes, he's got a linebacker and a beat on the sideline, he takes off, he misses the tackle, he's at the 50, he's at the 40, he's at the 30, he's at the 20! Oh, Anthony Richardson is the front runner for the Heisman on his fifth touchdown of the day! Are you fucking kidding me? This kid is electric! Gola? I'm gonna just go in a real different, different direction with this. <laughs> and I'm gonna say boobs. <laughs> and KG. I freaking cannot stand it when sports fans use the term we when a team loses <laughs> that they cheer for. The Patriots go out and lose a game. Oh, yeah, we had a really rough game tonight. We just couldn't get the ball in the end zone. We just, you know, we didn't show up to the game. You weren't a part of the fucking game. You're not a part of the team. There's no we. The Pats lost. They lost. It was them, not we. Don't ever fucking use that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. The big 5-0, turning 50 on this one. Uh, I can't believe it. We're 50 episodes in, and uh, we still make mistakes every episode. So uh, <laughs> that's never going to stop. 50 no. episodes. Today Crazy. we'll uh, <clears throat> do some basketball talk. Uh, obviously do some football talk. We'll do our six pick. Uh, Natty Lights. Um, and then uh, we're going to do a little another shit segment. Uh, everyone's favorite. But, not, but first, dude, how was Gainesville? Yes. Uh, it was it was like it was everything that I could have. I was in heaven, like everything that I thought. <laughs> and you hear about college football. It It is all of that. The only it was. Just like I you, I was taking it all in, like the whole weekend, it was like, holy fuck, this campus is beautiful. Like, I can't believe I went to University of Maine. Uh, and then it's like, <laughs> holy fuck, it's this much fun. Like, the bars are packed. Uh, they're a blast. The beer was, like, well-priced. So we we drank them, and they went good. Um, it was beautiful weather. It said it was going to be 84. It was 92 both days, or both Friday and Saturday. You guys are probably pumped that the game got flexed to nighttime, huh? Oh, my God. Thank God. We would have been scorching. Yeah. yeah. So, it was amazing. Yeah. Every And then the game itself, um, like, we saw exciting plays, which I'll, I'm happy. Like, I'm obviously, I'm pissed they lost. I don't really care. It's like a minor um, fact that they lost because it was just so exciting. But we saw a lot of exciting plays um, while we were there. Um, they won't back down part between the end of the third and fourth quarter was everything i thought to so yeah everyone I think I, they say I the south like, is really nice and it's like i couldn't believe people weren't so mad at the, the gators they were they were like oh yeah no well let's go have a drink after oh really yeah they weren't even mad i was like maybe, maybe they're just the section they're just used to florida losing dude it's probably what that it is could, yeah, <laughs> that could be it too yeah, I because I imagine like if that should happen, the back like when Tebow was there, they people probably took it a little more. They yeah, didn't lose. they didn't lose though, but you know if they would have, I'm sure they would have taken it a little harder. Uh, 
Sounds like uh, I think have we been over this that Netflix is doing a four-part document, a docu series about uh, the 08 Gators. Urban Myers. Yeah, I heard something about it. Urban's I think we, one I part think of we it. talked about it, but we didn't talk about it on here. I think. I yeah. think we did. Yeah, that's so pretty cool. So excited about that. Yeah. I hope they don't shit on Florida. So. Well. Uh, I feel like I feel like for football, college football traditions like the uh, Tom Petty won't back down. It's something like I just learned about this year. I didn't even know they did it's that. New. Oh, it's it is new. It new, started it? in 2017, but it's just like now it's the thing. Like that's all. Now like, it's like a pretty big one. I feel like. Yeah, yeah like it went. Usually traditions are like something you've, like you said, you've done for 30, 40 college football, 50 yeah. years. But it's new to them. But it's like everywhere you go is like signs of Tom Petty and like we won't back down part. And when you guys were singing that or finished it, is that when Richardson had the big run? Yeah, I don't know if you – I think I sent you guys the video. Yeah. And, like, the end yeah. of it, Richardson breaks, like, the 80-yarder. And I was yeah. like, I'm just going to record one play. And sure enough, it was the he best was play. fucking gone. Yeah. It was that one. I don't yeah. think Drew and Cole knew what happened uh, because they were feeling – we were all feeling good, let's be honest. Mm. But, uh, yeah, no, it was super exciting. Yeah, you guys had some pretty awesome seats, too, just from, like, watching that video. Like, you guys looked like you were right on the field. Uh, yeah. So – Kimmy Cat yeah. did pretty good job there. Yeah, and and like um, I was just telling this to Kev before Zach got on. It's like I could first off I could see the blades of grass, which is nothing I've ever done. So like I've I've been to the first row in, in Gillette, but you're you're still like a good ten feet from the field because you're up high. This is like literally like you're on the field. Yeah. And yep. uh, the next thing was is that we were at the bar all day and like oh I wonder where the stadium is. I wonder where the stadium is. And we walked out. <clears throat> late at night and we were like oh my god the uber wants us to pick him up big ben hill we don't even know where the stadium is and we like asked somebody in a car and <laughs> he goes turn the fuck around because we're used to like <laughs> gillette when it's like three stories high and it's you can see it from a mile away but ben hill griffin is just one steady like r- up upwards of seats and it also sits down in like a little bit of a hole it's no taller than like any other building on campus. So mm-hmm. it's just enormous, like round, but um, it's not it's, that high, which is cool. It's like a big bowl, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. So we felt like idiots on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. They're like these goddamn fucking Yankees coming down here. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like you had the time of your life. The only thing missing was a Gators win, dude. Yep. And I definitely like, I want to do another one in two years. Like a different stadium, um, just because I just couldn't believe how fun that is. So like either like, Ohio State or Texas or oh, North I didn't know if you wanted to go to like a Florida game at a different stadium. Uh, no, not necessarily. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, gotcha. It's awesome, man. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah that's cool. good, man. Question for you guys: uh, Is Bailey Zappi front runner for MVP? <laughs> he. he you know, he, I had no, some listen, tough words on him. He's looking better and better every week. Now, I will say that the two games he started were against two of the worst defenses in the NFL. The Br- um, Browns are missing. Uh, who didn't play for them? Um, Clowney. Clowney, Clowney yeah. and a few yeah. others. Yeah. But they... Um, he yeah. looks a lot. He, he looks pretty good right now. He ain't missing, and he looks calm. And the biggest thing to me is 
I, I know I was like so an, anti about it, but I thought he's in a rough game, and I thought they were going to get blown out by Cleveland. His pocket presence is amazing. He's like so calm in the pocket, and like when it starts to collapse, he just starts moving to like Tom did, where he just like doesn't have to run outrun anything, just find like the spots to like it last another second to get a good throw off. Are you the most pessimistic fan of all time, dude? You thought they were going to lose to the Lions. You thought they were going to get blown up by the Browns. Are you trying to do reverse psychology no. on this? What's go? Are they going to get well, blown out this week by the Bears? A strategy of a diehard is to if you get if you get your hopes up, they can get let down. But if you have your hopes down, they can only go up. So, as a longtime fan and somebody who's had teams that's lost, this is the perfect way to go about it. Like I don't get upset during the games. I don't stress about them. You know, they're going to go in, they're going to get smoked. Now I have expectations against the bears coming this week. Mm -hmm. They, uh, they shouldn't have any fucking problem with the bears. If they struggle against the bears. No. Who do you think starts both healthy? Are they talking Mac Jones is healthy? I, he was he practiced all last week I, but limited. All right, I'm gonna say this. If he's I if once he's healthy, I think they start Mac. If he has another game or so, like where he's throwing like struggling, turning the fucking ball over, I don't think they hesitate one fucking bit to to put Zappy back in. I bet this week they do not rush him back. They play Zappy because they're playing the Bears. And then it's it's kind of weird to say, but the Jets are looking decent this year, and I think if they want to bring him back, it'd be next yeah, week. Interesting. I, I think they I think they give Mac another go at it when he gets back. But if he struggles and turns the ball over, is making dumb fucking decisions like he has most of the year, they they obviously feel comfortable with Zappy and what he has. So. Yeah. I I, I wonder. Um, I kind of feel the opposite, Kev. Like, I think that if he's good enough to go this week against the Bears, you give him a shot because, like, even, no matter what, you feel like your defense can hold him to a minimum, so you're going to win. Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't have, like, if he doesn't play well and do, like, things where Zappy's great right now or not turning the ball over and not making mistakes and just letting the offense come to him, then then go back to Zappy. It's funny. I feel like this happens to the Patriots where they have their starter, right? I mean, like, obviously Brady was their starter before, but he got hurt. And then Castle comes in, comes in and plays pretty well, right? And then, was it Castle or maybe it was um, yeah. Garoppolo? I don't Castle. know. It's one of the two. And then they get a huge contract because of how they play just in like a few short games, right? I feel like Zappi is like earning himself a major contract whenever his rookie deals up because of this. Even if he doesn't play from when Mac comes back till then, you know what I mean? I feel like he's shown he can perform in the NFL and like he's going to get paid when his rookie contract's up. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, or, I mean, he's a rookie, so the trade value has got to be through the roof too, right? So, like, yeah. I, I actually think you, you'd prefer to trade. If you had to pick and they were going to have the same exact career, I think you would trade Mac. I think the trade value is even higher. But, I mean, either way, I just – I think there's, like, strong consideration that Zappy's just – can be just as good as Mac. And I, we, we kind of touched base on this last week a little bit, but as much as people, probably us a little bit, especially Shory, ripped this Patriots draft this past April, I mean, Thornton scored, first game back, scored two touchdowns. Marcus, uh, Marcus Jones 
is looking like a pretty solid returner. Jack Jones is incredible yeah, right no, now. No, he's the best one out of all of them. Cole Strange is fucking incredible right now. Like this whole Bailey Zappi is incredible right now. Like this yeah. whole draft. I mean, granted, it's very early. It's a small sample size. However, the early returns on this draft this past April April is pretty fucking good. Um so I think Sherry had said it last week. I think he was saying he loves the players they all got. It's just move everyone down a notch and just draft someone better in the first round. Yeah, instead they of, just uh, would have had strange. a better first round pick for the value. Yeah, the value. But yeah, it is. But you can't be upset with what you got, right? So yeah. Jack Jones is. We just keep saying it, but that guy is a game changer. Yeah, it's pretty cool to look at the JC box Jackson score. Jackson benched. That's funny. Oh. Did you see that? The kind of, I I, I kind of wonder if, and we see this a lot, a decent amount with some Patriots players when they leave New England, they see more of a system. And J.C. Jackson, I thought he was okay, what he's good, but like he led the NFL in the interceptions one year, didn't he? And it's like I don't think he's that guy. He's not a lot to me. J.C. was never a lockdown guy. Like just put him on an island against their best receiver, let him go. That's not Jackson, in my opinion. But you see the reporter said something to Gerard Mayo about uh, – so, you know, it seems like there's um, a lot of times when Patriots players leave New England, they tend to struggle. And he just says, I'm assuming you're talking about J.C. Jackson. And that's yeah, all he said about it. <laughs> like, doesn't say anything else. Just like, oh, I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. And then just kind of fucking yeah. moves on. Um, what does he laugh yeah, also? J.C. JC was like a guy who – is like a Sante Samuel. Like he can, he can change games or he can flip a game script because he makes those plays, but he can also kill it because he isn't in the best corner. And if you do leave him one-on-one, we saw Steph Diggs just eat him alive last year twice. Yeah. Um, one of the funniest clips I've seen in a while is that, is it Brandon Schooler, Scaler, whatever? Yeah, and he recovered the punt. He like, it's pretty, I mean, it, pretty much locked the game up and Belichick tied George Hallis for second all time um, wins. So Schooler got the picked up the fumble and then like ran to the sideline and walked over to Belichick and hit in the ball. And Belichick just like basically threw it like threw it back. Mm-hmm. And was like, get this thing out of my face. Like what the fuck do you want me to do with this thing? And then and then the special teams coach comes over or whatever. He's like, dude, get the fuck out of here now. What are you doing? We don't talk to him during the game. Um, not talking about sports real quick. Just, oh, I've had a sk- I've had a skunk in my garage for three days. You can't get it out. It won't. It won't leave. Does it stink? Do you leave the garage door open? Mm-hmm. And it just won't leave. So I think it's gone now. So I shouldn't say it won't leave. I'm pretty positive it's gone. Do my garage is tore the fuck up right now. We have everything, like, we're, long story, Lid left her garage door open Sunday night. <laughs> oh, Lid's like, I mean, throwing Lid under the bus. We can cut this hey, out. Listen, Jesus no, Christ, you no, want to put her under the, under the back tires? No, no, I won't, because I'll tell you what, that girl is, she stepped up with this whole situation, trust me. So I come out for more, and I don't know what it is, every fucking morning when I, before I open my man door to go in my garage, I always unlock my truck. Well, 
hit the my truck's never locked in my garage, but I always hit the lights so they come on. Yes. Just so I can see. And I'm always like, for whatever reason, if I like I open the door and there's somebody in there, I want to be able to see, right? I open the fucking door and I look down at my look down at the floor and there's just trash everywhere. And then I see that little shit Pepe Le Pew just fucking wandering around in the trash. So I'm like, motherfucker. I slam the door. So then I'm sitting here. I'm like, I got to go to work. There's a goddamn skunk in my garage. And like, I have to walk right by it to get to my truck. So I open, like, I look up. I'm like, yeah, Lid's door's open. So I come back inside. And I'm like, hey. She's like, what? I'm like, you left your door open last night. She's like, oh, sorry. I go, there's a skunk in the garage. <laughs> so anyways, I go back out, open the door. I don't see it. I'm like, okay, maybe it went out of Lid's door. I hit my door to open it up. The fucking thing comes around the car, starts running at me. I'm like, nope, shut the door. Oh my what? gosh. So then you I call just in? Like literally nope. was it was it spraying? Nope. Didn't spray. So then I'm literally just sitting there and I'm like, fuck this. I just like run to my truck through my garage, jump in, take off, leave the doors open. So then I come home, Lid's like, Don't worry about it. I'll it's my fault. I'll clean up, you know, whatever. So she goes out, cleans all the trash up, sweeps it up. I come home and I'm like, there's a diaper on the floor. Like, I know I come home and everything's fine. Flash forward. Uh, yesterday morning, I go in the garage and there's a diaper on the ground. And I'm like, I don't remember this being out here yesterday afternoon, but I don't know. Maybe it was. Walk to my truck, get in, back out. Lid calls me like at 11. She goes, pretty sure the skunk's still in the garage. I go, what the fuck do you mean it's still in the garage? She's like, I went out and we have a bag of bird seed that we have a little bird feeder. She goes, the bird seed's gone, and there's a fucking bird seed all over the garage. I'm like, what the fuck? So I come home. I, I spent, um, I was at my parents till about 7 30, 8 o'clock last night. Get home, walk through the garage. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. Then I go back out and I stop poking around with a stick with my uh, shop, uh, shop room. I'm poking stuff and poking stuff and poking stuff. Then I'm like, I just get a whiff. I'm like, that motherfucker just fucking sprayed in the garage. Oh, no. Back my truck out. Lid, I get her car out. 11 o'clock last night, me and Lid are fucking ripping, like grabbing trash bags, throwing them in my truck. We're going to, like, we're just determined we're going to find this fucking thing. It's 11 o'clock at night. We take everything out of pretty much away from anywhere like the thing could be hiding, except for in between, I have an old refrigerator, like a trash barrel, and there's like, probably seven or eight bags of fucking returnables that's up against the wall that motherfucker has to be there i'm like i'm not fucking with it we took all the trash out all the bird seeds like that we found the bag i'm like so it has no reason to stay in here thing's definitely gonna leave put trail camera up so we can see it leave (laughs) i opened the fucking door this morning that little cocksuck is running around the fucking garage again (laughs) shitting all over the place and i'm then like what the fuck so we get, I'm like, fuck me. So I left all the doors open. I tell the like, doors are wide open. She texts me, like, later today. She goes, I think it's gone. I go, why do you say that? If she grabbed all the bags of tra- uh, the returnables. She moved them all. She's, like, going in there fucking no problem. Fully prepared on getting sprayed, like, ripping bags and shit out. So I have all the doors shut and everything shut in that garage tonight. If I open that fucking door tomorrow, my truck, my vehicle, our vehicles are outside. If I open that door tomorrow... And that fucking skunk stole my garage. I'm walking to my truck. I am loading my shotgun and I'm shooting that motherfucker in my garage. I'm Good gosh, dude. That's brutal. Dude, it's, it's fucking rugged. That's it, 
Is Lid in bed right now? No. Want me to get down here? No, I was hoping that it would be quiet and you could do a quick check live um, (laughs) to see if Skunk was in garage. All right, I'll see if I... I mean, I'm logging... You want me to go up and check right now and come back and report? Yeah. No, I need to report. All right, I'll be right back. Absurd. Absolutely absurd. Uh... Maybe like invest in a trap, catch a thing, get it out. I don't know if how that works. First so, day, I would have easily gotten a trap. I think. Yeah. Well, no, maybe not. Maybe not first day because I would have expected it to be gone. Right. Maybe second day, I would. It sounds like this thing has like a little hiding spot. Yeah, it's got. A, it's got. They don't it, know about. It's got a spot they don't know about. He's coming yeah. in through like a side door that's got somewhere. Mm-hmm. And. uh Good chance uh, Gola takes a little Pepe Le Pew in the middle of the night. Um, one of the best stories I've ever had was guy calls out of work. We're working uh, shift work in the paper mill. It's probably like we go in around 4.30 in the morning. He calls out. So the next day he comes in. He's like, hey, I'm really sorry. I called out yesterday. I had a skunk in my house. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, he's like, oh, every morning I let my cat out. And then I just leave the door open, and then I close it. The cat comes in, I, you know, go to work. So I leave the, let the cat out, leave the door open two, three inches. And then I see the cat walk in the house. So I go close the door. I go, next thing you know, the skunk is spraying in my house because he's scared of me. And I thought it was my cat that I came back in, and it was a fucking skunk. So That's disgusting. Could you imagine that smell? He's back, folks. He's back. He's back. What do we got? As of right now, there is no skunk in the garage. So so your doors are all shut in the garage? They're all shut? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does, I'll tell you one thing. It certainly smells like there's one in there. Oh. Does it smell in your house? Um, no. That's good. It did, in the mud, it did in the mud room a little bit last night, yeah. but lid, like, put a, lit a candle in there and it's fine. But I will say the only place that thing could possibly be is like, and I don't know if it, I could get up in there, but I have that old refrigerator. Mm. So the only place it could be is like all behind it, out back or up inside of it. Yeah. It's nice I, and warm I, I, in there probably. Is it, is it running? No, 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 no. It's old. So I got to get uh, rid of it. Oh, gotcha. Cause I Shit. did think about then like last night, like with all the bags, like when they were on the ground, I'm like, if that fucking thing is underneath there, I'm sitting there looking at yeah. it go. What if I just go tip the refrigerator over and try to crush it? <laughs> it's great. But so, no, as of right now, it's not in there. But Lid goes, you know, tomorrow morning when you're going to turn the light on, it's going to be like walking around. I'm like, I'm going to fuck. Oh, yeah. Out. He's going to be pissed that you're in his house. Just let Lid know she has a shotgun go off at 4.30 in the morning. And it's just a skunk but, getting shot. She knows. That's what she said. She goes, can you not fucking wake the whole neighborhood up by shooting? <laughs> like, I've I, fucking cops were rushing. I feel like we've had some like decent segues on the show of like, you know, things we talk about and how we, you know, move into the next subject. And I think this is perfect because we're talking about things that stink. And how about Thursday night football games last week, dude? It just they just keep they keep getting worse, I feel like. <laughs> it's like it's, comical now. Commanders well, went twelve to seven. Twelve seven. It's disgusting. Who's who's, play, who's playing tomorrow again? The Saints and the Cardinals? Yeah. Saints, yeah. So I mean I would imagine that's gotta be better. That's better, yeah. Speaking of the Cardinals, I, I I put a poll up on the BDB Twitter 
account. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals have to be contemplating fucking firing Kingsbury. So I was looking you know, at that. They, he signed an extension this year, which puts him there through 2027. Do you you know that in his career record in college in the NFL, he's got a losing record both in both of them? He's He doesn't have a winning record as a college coach or an NFL coach. Wow. The guy oh, failed up. He failed in college, and then they just like, yeah, well, you think he's going to be a wizard in the NFL? They, I, I just don't think he's a good coach. I think they had that one good year in college. He had that one good year in college with Kyler, and then they draft Kyler, and then they're like, well, shit, we need to get the coach that did good with Kyler in college. You know? No, he didn't have Kyler. I thought he did. He was at Texas. No, no he, was at he Texas had Mahomes. Tech. Oh, he had Mahomes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's cut that so out then. Start guy- cutting stuff out. This episode. Let's uh, cut that out. Twenty-two minutes. You got it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know, but that's—I mean—I would imagine that game's gonna be better. And the primetime games in the NFL have sucked. Then, like Monday night, they had again. The, the NFL is really good. Just gotta like stop putting Russell Wilson on primetime because I don't know if I've ever been more right about something. That guy fucking stinks. He does stink. Was he in your? Was he in your shit? I don't remember. No, you had Kyler, so you you kind of get that one right too. Kyler sucks too. Yeah. He started. I don't, did you guys watch? Uh, oh, Russ started out the ten first for half ten. Looking, I'm like, and I'm playing him in fantasy. I'm like, oh, here we go. He mm-hmm. found, and then he was like three for fifteen the rest of the night. It was too good. And he was like, oh, back to normal. Yeah. Shit, man. Well, can, I, can, can, can I bitch about something real quick? Go yes. to it, man. Floor is open. All right. So <laughs> I stopped at the store today on my way home. I had to pick some stuff stuff up for dinner. Pick some things up for the kids. People, if you um, this is like a PSA. If you're in a fucking grocery store and you're in an aisle, I don't care what aisle it is. And you don't know what you're looking for, or you are like looking for something specific, but you can't see it on the shelf. Back the fuck up. People who stand six inches away from the fucking shit on the uh, on the shelves, I want to murder them. They just stand there like, oh, oh, oh no, oh that's not it. Oh, oh, oh no, that's not it. And I'm like, I'm gonna smash your fucking face off this shelf in yeah. three seconds if you don't back the fuck up because I need what's in front of your fucking your like stomach. So move away so I can fucking get in there. It dry. There's somebody did today. We buy pouches for the kids, and I'm like standing there, and this girl's like looking at these little. She's literally right up against the fucking <laughs> shelf, looking at something on the top shelf, and I'm, then she picks it up. Looks at it. Oh, no, that's not it. Puts it back on the shelf. And I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there. I'm like, I'm going to murder her. I am going to fucking snap. So PSA, if you can't find or you're looking for certain things, back the fuck up so everybody else can look at the shelf and grab what they need. They got rid of the NFL, got rid of uh, hard sacks or rough. They like everything's a rough in the past or now. It should be moved to grocery aisles for people in your way. So that's oh, where those hits should be legal and like there should be you know you like literally play clock five four three two you're not backing away i'm gonna start picking up speed one and as soon as that hits one i do think you can go 
<clears throat> don't launch with the crown of your um, noggin, but you can lead with your shoulder um, anywhere from about the shoulders um, to the knees, um, preferably the back of the knees, so they um, don't tear the ACL. That's like that's a normal way the knee goes, but it still should be a hard enough hit to do some damage. I'm thinking either that or you run full speed at them with your shopping cart and just bury them. Well, shopping cart should 100% be allowed in this. I don't. I like the. Uh, you got to stay close enough to get the five second ticker. So it's got to be within five feet. So if you can get pick up speed within the five feet, I think that should be definitely legal. What about can we put in some hockey into this and like be able to smash them in the shelves? Like, or is that boarding? Is that over the line? Because like, I think I there's usually like my, if mm, if it's a, a continuation of the hit, like you hit them, but you're still going forward. Oh, they hit really? the ground, but you're you you got to you got to finish that. You got to follow through on it. Uh, how hilarious that Sherry's next big team meeting. Hey, hey, guys, I got an idea. <laughs> Let's just tell me what you think of this. We talked about we hire referees <laughs> to patrol the yeah. aisles. We'll throw, the, we'll throw a flag. We'll throw a flag if you know. Give them a warning. Are and they then after that, we'll bring in the linebacker. The, are we different rules if we're in the produce or meat section? Because that doesn't make me as mad because you kind like the meat. No, you know, like if they're ordering, they're waiting. Stuff, but you know, but I mean, like if you go over and like I'm looking at meat, you kind of want to look at it. Or yep. even like your fruit and your veggies, you want to make sure it's not bruised and shit. So I don't get as irritated there. It's when it's on the regular fucking aisles on the shelves, back the fuck up. Yeah, that, that stuff doesn't change. So it's like there, you should know what you're getting. Right. You probably bought it before. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> I digress. But. There you go. Yeah. Um, just some games for the week. Um, I think Goal and I both picked Falcons and CX to be the worst teams. They both won. So that's not looking too good. Seems like this year there's a lot of mediocre teams. I was talking to these guys about it, like a ton of mediocre teams, and then there's like mm -hmm. three or four teams at the top who just seem way better than everyone else. But Buccaneers suck, lost to the Steelers and Trubisky. Um, let's just talk about, did you guys watch the Bills-Chiefs game? Yep. Yes. I watched most of it. Pretty awesome it game. It wasn't as exciting as, no, uh, as last dude, game. Dude, scoring's down. It's just like teams are nervous to push the ball downfield it feels like it's weird uh scoring's yeah. down and, and i think like I, I i do think with everything in like no matter the sport you're in or whatever like i feel like eventually teams always adapt so mm -hmm. you know you have teams scoring 45 fucking points a game eventually defenses and stuff are going to come up with ways to try to stop that and it's going to, you know, will regress. And then, you know, a year or two from now, somebody's going to come up with some new weird offensive scheme and they're going to start scoring 50 again. And then it'll go back. It just, it ebbs and flows all the time. So mm -hmm. I personally like don't mind lower scoring games. I don't want like the fucking 12, nine, like, uh, Broncos Thursday night bullshit, whatever that, I don't want that shit, but that game was what? 24, 21, 24, 20, 24. 2420. Like, like that, I'm fine with games like that if it's well played. Like I, I'm good with. I mean, don't get me wrong. The game in the playoffs last year, where it was like in the 40s, was absurd. But mm -hmm. I just, you know, I don't mind lower scoring games if it's like well played football. I just don't want like punt or field goals a whole fucking game. Like, yeah, no doubt. I think um, I I thought the Bills were a better team just because of their defense. I think their offenses in these two teams are like pretty even. 
Uh, they both can just score with anyone. But I just thought the Bills' defense was a little bit better. But I think Josh Allen's just, like, stat line in this game and getting the win, like, puts him ahead of Mahomes now on MVP races. And I feel like Mahomes' throw at the end of the game, like, I feel like that throw he made, we've seen him so many times make that throw, like a side-hand throw, and it, like, it works, right? It's not often we see him make we him do something like that to extend a play and then to make a pick like that. And it couldn't have happened at a worse time for them, so... Mahomes I, human. I feel, I feel like that like def- the defensive back almost baited him a little bit too. It was a great play was, by him. It, I thought. Yeah. yeah, it was like one of those things where like I don't know, I don't know if he like, I don't know exactly what the obviously what that play call was, and I don't know if he was like, trying to disguise it as a zone, but it was more man to man or something, and you know, Mahomes figured the 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 receiver's gonna sit on the route, and the guy just jumped it. I don't, I don't really know, but. It was a great, it was a great defensive play. I can't remember. It was it, so those two guys had picks. Uh, Elam there, he went to Florida, right? No, that was an absurd pick in the end zone in the first half. That was a yes, really good pick. right. The other one was Taron Johnson. Taron Johnson. Taron Johnson. Yeah. The one Elam had too was like almost like Mahomes almost threw that ball mm-hmm. as like somewhat of a throwaway. Yeah. Like just like, oh, and if anybody made a catch, they had to make a hell of a play, and Elam did. That was a fucking great pick. Yeah, it was. That was awesome. Uh, and then I was expecting Cowboys Eagles game to be a pretty good one. Eagles basically put the game away in the first half and they just coasted to a victory. Only undefeated team and Dolphins. Uh, they're saying Tua might be back this week. I think. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Tua came out. Tua came out and said today that he does not even remember getting hit. So that's not yeah. really a good thing. So. Uh, but no. Dolphins are completely lost, dude. Starting three and zero, another three and three. And um, hey, if they three and four, baby, we fighting on the sideline. We <laughs> fighting on the sideline. Yeah. I'm telling you. Hey, right. I, I heard a, I heard an absurd stat about Tyreek Hill, and I know it's very specific, but Tyreek Hill has. Three games this year for the Miami Dolphins where he's had 10 or more receptions and 150 yards or more. He's done, so he's done it three times this year. In the history of the Miami Dolphins, it's that's the most all time. It's awesome. And he's done yeah. it in he's done it in six games. It's he, great, I get it and it's he, like he's incredible. There was like maybe six or seven other guys that had done it once. He's done it three times in six games. It's awesome. He he is one of the best players in the league, man. He is. What's their coach name? McDonald. That his name? Yeah, McDaniel's. Yeah. McDaniel's. I feel like he's a smart enough like new age coach where he can like find places to get him the ball, even if like I'm the guy throwing the ball to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it's like he's so good, obviously in space, and you're seeing this happen. Um, and I think this is happening with a lot of teams, is that they're so good in space that teams are giving them, um, plays. So when it gets into the red zone. It's like the spacing's not there because the safety doesn't have to play 10 years. So you're yep. seeing these teams like, you know, uh, Arizona Cardinals and um, teams with new coaches, even the even the Rams right now, they're struggling to find ways to score touchdowns um, as opposed to just uh, getting field goals. Um, all right. So, Shuri, you went last week to the Florida-LSU game. The game started around, like, 7, I think, 7.30. Uh, were you guys able to watch Alabama-Tennessee? Oh, we or watched it, you? dude. It was – we didn't see the final. Um, 
it, we saw the final. It was like ending at the stadium, um, but they did have it on like one of the screens there, and people were going bananas. So everyone like, hates Alabama there. Everybody hit. Dude, we were in the bars. People were buying shots every time Tennessee scored. It was nuts. Mm. It was like <laughs> in in the first quarter, it was like yeah, so funny. Gola, did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, think I uh, more, it was more the second half because we were out like hunting a little bit when it like there a little bit during the first half. But I come back and watch. Yeah, I watch the whole second half. I feel like that game <clears throat> lived up to the hype and more. I think oh, we all knew it was going to be an awesome game. Um, and I think like college football scoring is way higher in college football than it is in NFL. So it's like these you can expect to see games reach the 50s like quite often. And, like, this game did not disappoint. And I think the coolest thing, obviously, it's great to see Alabama lose. But Tennessee hadn't beat them in, what was it, how many years? Like, 10 years, something like that. I don't know, 15 years. But I think the cool part is just, like, all of the aftermath of what happened at the game. Like, yeah. the, field, the field goal post coming down, like, we've seen that happen before. But, like, how cool everyone with this, at the college was like with it happening, you know, like they were like the president of the college was like smoking a cigar. We think we all saw that video. Yeah. And he's like pumped up about it and like doesn't give a shit. It's like they're just so happy they beat Bama. I think that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was that game was it was awesome. Um, it was so many big games last week. Michigan fucking handled their business. Looked really yeah. good. Best running attack in the nation, probably. Got to be pretty close. I mean, I mean, for like, I mean, outside of like, I mean, I'm not trying to be like, when outside of like Air Force and like, I mean, they average like 400 a game. Yeah, like Blake Corum is maybe. Yeah, Blake Corum might be the best runner in the nation this year, and he didn't have the most yards in his team last week, and he had 166. So, wow. Donovan Edwards put up 173. So, see, that's what I I think I was saying this. Like, if Michigan just sticks to their plan. Mm-hmm. And like they're not going to beat themselves. Like you're not going to beat yourself just pounding the rock. And now if they get down in a game ten nothing somehow, you can still run it. If you get down seventeen points, they're they're fucked. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the that's the one thing about Michigan where I, th- you, and, and you know what? Maybe they'll never have to do it. I mean, they're probably not going to have to until they play a team like Ohio State. But you know, and that's and I agree with you, sure. I think if Ohio State gets up 14, 17 points on Michigan, there. Yeah. I don't think that. I don't think JJ McCarthy. I think he's good. I don't think he's good enough to um, throw slung it around to get back in games no, like that. He's not. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch any of it. I think it was kind of late one, but USC very shocked to see them lose to Utah. Uh, even though I mean Utah was favored in that Great game, game still, by the way. Still shocked. Yeah, forty-three, forty-two. Another amazing game. TCU, dude. They just keep winning. Forty-three, forty over Utah, Oklahoma State. Sorry. TCU is looking really good. Uh, one thing, guys... quick, sorry about the Utah. I keep telling you that they can't win just using tight ends. Mm. Did you happen to see the game this tight end had? Oh my gosh, oh. just see it now. <laughs> Let me read it. Yeah, Six, it 16 receptions, 234 yards. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even fuck. their number one tight end, it's their number two. Holy shit. <laughs> you, you know what? Like kind of go, going back on that game too. That is like listen, like I think Rink, Lincoln Riley is a very good coach, but USC has the same problems Oklahoma always did. Their defensive line's not very good, and they yeah. can't cover fucking anybody. Mm-hmm. Like I don't care. Like he can, he did it in Oklahoma. He can score as many fucking points as he wants. 
But he's going to have – and maybe it'll be better, like, recruiting-wise when he gets to the Big Ten and can recruit more in the Midwest and stuff with him, like, tip – or even in the front. got to go south, too. But he's if he goes to the Big Ten, he's going to get fucking beat up, like, on in the front seven if, he's, yep. if he doesn't figure it out soon. Yep. Yep. Especially against teams like Ohio State and Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um. Goal. Uh, I can't remember what your prediction on NC State. When was when were they falling out? Uh, I said this week they'd be out. It's close. I think they fell. Yeah, they fell to twenty three. So they they lost. Yeah. They've lost two out of their last three. Um, I think you were thinking maybe they were gonna lose to Florida State maybe as well. Which they only won. I think they only won that game by one or two maybe. Two. Yep. Got blown out by Syracuse. Um, big one. And then the other big game of the week that we talked about, actually, did we, yeah, we did. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Kind of surprised to see Mississippi State oh. lose that one. Yeah, I don't. I'm surprised, but did, I, don't I can't know. remember. Did Will Levis play? Uh, he did. Yep. Yep. Chris yeah, Rodriguez at 100. Chris Rodriguez at 197 yards on the ground. So. Pretty big. All right. So this week we're going to do only three football previews, mainly because there's just not as many good games this week. Uh, NFL, I was looking at it. There is one game in the entire NFL this week where both teams playing are above 500, and that is the Titans versus the Colts, and that just does not sound like a fun game to, to preview. So only NFL game we're going to do. We'll do this right now. Thursday night game, which it's better than what we've had. So I think anything can be better than what we've had the last two weeks. So we get the Saints headed to Arizona to play the Cardinals. Uh, both teams are two and four. Uh, Cardinals, as of yes, last night, were favored by two points. I, from I just don't know what New Orleans. What's going on in New Orleans? Is like you guys don't have a quarterback now. Um, you're in a total rebuild. You have Lattimore. He's been getting toasted. Uh, and then Arizona. What's going on with you guys? You're supposed to have, like, good players. I guess you get at least Hopkins back, but you lost Hollywood Brown, who's actually been phenomenal this year. Like, uh, both Mm -hmm. these teams have not played up to expectations, in my opinion. So this is a big game for them to go get a win and then take 10 days off um, before you play again and then hopefully get another win. So I expect that the best quarterback will do better, and that's Kyler to me. So... Mm-hmm. Um, the skills there. Hopefully, you can put one together for people on TV. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, we talk about this all the time. You away teams on Thursday night. If this game was in New Orleans, I'd take the Saints, but it's in Arizona, so I'm taking the Cardinals. I, and I think the fact that they have a better quarterback in 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 Kyler. But I will say this: if the Cardinals lose tomorrow night or tonight. Uh, I do think that Kingsbury's ass is getting fucking awfully warm. Mm-hmm. I think it's already warm. I just can't imagine. I just don't think it is because if they just sign him to an extension for five more years, I just. You're probably right. I think his but leash is longer than you guys think it is. I, something's got to happen where it's going to be like, he's already said he's open to someone else taking over the play calling. It's like, he did say you're that. there to be a fucking play call. You're not there. Mm-hmm. You're not like some guy who's like manages games and manages rosters. And um, 
you're there to be a play caller. You're there to be of a creative offense that scores uh, and it scores fast and that can create runs because of, you know, mismatches. And, and but he's not doing any of that, really. And he, especially with a quarterback that he has, he should be able to act like really create space. And he's not. Right. And I mean, listen, I you know we he kind of come into a obviously a shitty situation. You don't fire a coach. Well, actually, Steve Wilkes, whatever. But. His first year, he was. They were the Cardinals were five, ten, and one. The next year, they were eight and eight. They improved drastically last year. They were eleven and six, but they're off to a two and four start this year. So, he he's leaving a lot, a lot to be desired. And I just think that it's a results-driven league in the NFL. And I don't, I haven't looked at the Cardinals' schedule, um, to really see what they have coming up. But I'd imagine they still got to play the Niners a couple times and. They have the Niners, uh, the Rams a times, again. If they the Rams, Seahawks are no slouch either. I mean, they yeah. beat their butt. I just don't. I don't know. I mean, I. I think at this point, starting two and four, he's uh, he's gonna have an uphill battle to try to get to the playoffs. And I just think if they don't, they're gonna be. You know, it's not gonna be good for him. I mean, we got. Yeah. I I they also play mini s- next week. That's not a. That's. Tough no, Seattle, LA, San Francisco, LA, play the Patriots. That's a loss. Denver's a win because Russ sucks. Tampa, who knows? They look like shit. Then it's Atlanta and San Francisco. I mean, it's not that easy of a schedule to have the rest of the way out. I think so. They're 0-3 at home. You'd look at that, you'd be like, shit. I mean, that's absurd, right? But the home games they've had this year are the Chiefs, Rams, and Eagles. You're not going to find right, too it, much harder of a schedule for home no, games to right. start that the year than tough. those three no. teams. So, but if I, I, not every what I'm basically getting at here is not not every two and four team is created equal here, and I think we're shitting on the Cardinals a lot right now because they're two and four, right? But yeah, I, their schedule is I, a little I, harder than some of these other two and four teams, and I think that. I think that Kyler getting Hopkins back, a guy he's comfortable with, a guy he's thrown to for the last two seasons, makes makes a younger quarterback comfortable. Even if Hollywood Brown's good and he's put up good numbers, I just think that having that person like Hopkins on the field just makes Kyler more comfortable, and I think he's going to play better. Yeah. So I think Cardinals win this game. No, I agree. I yeah. agree with everything you're saying. Like when you look at that schedule, mm-hmm. that is a pretty tough schedule. Like I don't expect them to win against the Chiefs. Right. Yeah. I don't expect them to win against the Rams. I wouldn't expect them to win against the Raiders, and they did. Yeah. Um. I'd only expect them to beat the Panthers and Seahawks, but the problem is they lost to the Seahawks. But the Seahawks, guess what, are better than we thought. Geno's actually a pretty decent, damn yeah. good, good quarterback. All right. Uh. So we've got two college games. We'll go noontime game Saturday. Number fourteen, Syracuse, man, six and zero, going to. A tough place to play. Number five, Clemson. Clemson, as of yesterday, was favored by 13 and a half at home in this one. Um, last year, Clemson, uh, Syracuse played them tough too. 17-14 finished last year. So, I mean, it's not like last year Clemson blew them out when Syracuse wasn't good. So, I think this game, this seems like a big spread to me. I don't know what, what's going line. on. I don't know. The way Syracuse has been playing, I don't know why it's so big. Yeah, I, I think I think Clemson wins a game, but I'd probably lean towards Syracuse covering. They they they've looked good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, in Clemson, I do and they I think they're still missing some defensive players, which I think by the end of the year, if they get everybody healthy, Clemson's defense is going to be 
absurd. Um, uh, DJ is playing a lot better for Clemson. I just think they're just Clemson's got more guys and like you, they have more stars. And I just think that's going to mm-hmm. work out in the end for him. But I, I, I probably would lean towards Syracuse covering this because I think it's it'll it'll be a close one. Uh, to me, Clemson's really finding their feet, like their footing now. Like they know who they are. Um, the that quarterback there, Ungalaga, he's starting to ball. <laughs> um, he's starting to feel more comfortable, more confident. Um, but I haven't seen Syracuse yet. I do mm-hmm. know that Syracuse fans, I've seen them on Twitter, are all about this. Like even you know they're going, even you know they're going to Clemson. They're super excited about what they have. So I'm just like. I'm going to be like, I'm just going to be betting with my heart. Like I'm going to be betting Clemson just cause I mean, I'm going to be betting Syracuse cause I want this to be a good game. Like, yeah, I don't have much plan this weekend. I need this to be a good game. Like make my Saturday. I think one thing about the, about this is that, uh, Clemson's been dominant for the last 10 years, right? They've been really good for the last, whatever, 10 or so years and they'll make the college football playoffs. They've won a few college championships. Right. But it seems like they always get there and we're not quite sure who they are because the ACC has been down a lot over the last 10 years. But I feel like this is the first year where the ACC is actually pretty legit. And so I think Clemson passing all of these tests is like making me more and more confident that Clemson actually really is legit and that they could win the national championship this year, I think. Because I, I think they're getting tested every week. Even like teams like Florida State who aren't ranked, like like they're still getting tested, and I think that's yeah. good for these teams. So that's why these SEC schools are so good in the college football playoffs because they get tested every week, even by teams like, you know, Missouri and South Carolina. So, uh, yeah, Clemson probably is going to win this game. I think Clemson's legit, but <laughs> it's exciting to see what Syracuse is doing. Yeah. All right, this next one is going to be probably the most fun game to watch of the week. Uh, Chip Kelly's got UCLA playing good, number ninth in the nation, going to number 10, Oregon. You guys say Oregon, Oregon? What do you say? I say Oregon. I say Oregon. I think I say it both. (laughs) I don't know. I think (laughs) it just depends on what I say it. Uh, Oregon favored by six in this one. Only lost, Georgia pounded by Georgia week one. So like, yep. obviously they've grown. Um, I, I'm excited. It's a three 30 game. Um, I'll be definitely tuned into this. Um, all I care about is as many points as possible. The pack 12 is the best show on turf right now between, and I'm not joking all levels like sec. Um, I'm talking NFL. I'm talking NFC East. All that. The Pac-12 is the best conference in all of football to watch. So just give me a ton of points. Um, I know that these guys have some some uh, big-time players on the defense. Like, I've been looking at mock drafts, uh, starting to look forward to 2023. I saw some ducks go early in defense, but it just seems like there's no stopping team. So, like, whoever has the ball last, that's who's going to win, and it's going to be like a 50-51 to shootout. Yeah, I mean, Oregon's kind of, after they got their shit pushed in by Georgia, kind of got up off the mat and responded pretty well. And they've been beating the wheels off teams for the most part, other than they had a close one against Washington State. But they actually probably should have lost that game. But uh, UCLA's been really tough. They run the football as good as anybody in the country with uh, uh, 
Dorian Thompson Robinson, DTR, and Zach Charbonnet. So, um, man, I don't know where I'm leaving on this game. Um, the, the spread messes with me because I would I would pick UCLA if 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 I didn't see the spread, I would easily pick UCLA in this game. I just think they're playing better, but the spread scares me. Vegas wrong by a touchdown. Yeah, I. I Give me the Bruins, man. I don't know. I it's know. a Chip Kelly revenge game. He got fired by Oregon. He's gonna go back there. I know. He's gonna the wheels off him. I don't know. Cool. I give me the give me the Bruins. So the thing about the Pac-12 is like they've been down a lot too recently, right? But I feel like the top of the Pac-12 is like pretty decent this year. I don't think winning the national championship decent, but like pretty decent to like be in the conversation of making a playoff, getting a team in. But Oregon, Oregon's got pounded by Georgia, but they haven't like played anyone really that great. Like BYU's the best ranked team, the only team they've played that's ranked. And do we really think BYU's that good? BYU I mean, they lost to Notre ranked, Dame. They lost three straight. I mean, Notre they Dame they were ranked. They were ranked when they played right. them, is what I meant. But I don't know. I just think UCLA has shown that they've beaten some pretty decent teams over the last five weeks or six weeks. And I don't know. I'm taking UCLA. Yeah. It's just the uh, yeah. I was gonna say that scares me. If if anything, I've we've learned about the Pac-12. They just we we alluded to this already before in like previous episodes. They cannibalize themselves. So mm-hmm. my I want UCLA. I'm gonna take UCLA, but Oregon probably wins because why the hell would anybody in the Pac-12 go undefeated? Right. Yeah. That's probably what it is. All right, those are our previews. Uh, let's get us and moving on because we got we got to do NBA stuff too. Right. Seriously. Yeah, no. Yeah. So we won't even talk about last week's uh, Natty Light six pack. Let's just get into the picks, right? Yep. That's fine. Well, Why? What happened? Just Why are you smiling? <laughs> I well, I'm just. I thought Cole would want to talk about it. Why did he go perfect well, I'm again? Just gonna say... No, he didn't go perfect again, though. But, but I mean, so everybody knows. Um, on the season, I'm 28 and 14, 34 points. KG 17 and 24 with 23 points. Shorey, 19 and 21, 21 points. Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I may take a week or two off. Give you guys a chance to get back into this. <laughs> get a chance to get back into this a little bit, but. Um, it's not looking good, dude. I mean, Shorey, Shorey and I could go perfect this week and you could get, you could literally take the week off and would still be down by fucking five points, you know? So I think it's like crazy. Like the point, I mean, we do the points thing. But I think it's like kind of crazy. Seven weeks into the season, I'm picking at like a 67% clip against the spread. You gotta, you're gonna, it's gonna turn. Everything evens out. Betting always evens out. I know, no, I know, but it's. I'll probably go over six this week. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go first this week, even though I made a bunch of extra picks just because I didn't want you guys to steal mine. But I don't give a fuck. I'm making my picks, dude. Let's go with it. Uh, first one I'm taking is TCU minus three and a half playing Kansas state. It's a big matchup. Both teams ranked, but I just love what TCU is doing. Um, they keep winning big games. Um, game is in TCU. I think that's huge. Uh, so I think TCU wins this game. I just think the three and a half is too small of a spread for them not to cover if they're going to win. So, um, K state is coming off a bye, but it's the only thing that scares me, but I'm taking the uh, TCU. I think they keep rolling. I'll just jump on it. I have the same thing. Let's, 
big thing for me is TCU is the top three offense in the country. Kansas State's like middle of the road, 71st or so. Um, Adrian Martinez, he's found his groove at Kansas State for whatever fucking reason. He played 37 games at Nebraska and threw 30 picks. So, but he has not thrown one yet for Kansas State. The guy is due. Uh, Max Duggan for for TCU, 1,600 yards, 16 touchdowns, and one pick. They're clicking. I like the Horn Frogs to cover it at home, too. Wow. Um, I'm going to take Kansas State plus three and a half um, at TCU. Is that your goal this week? Is just to fade every pick? <laughs> I, I, I got last pick. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I might know what I'm going to do. Did you not prepare for this? You're just going to fade every single one of my picks? I 1 trillion percent have TCU minus three and a half. Okay. First. All right. And I, right. But no, no, no. I had it the other way. But now that I see you guys, I'm going. Mm-hmm. I'm taking that, the points. I like that. Yes. I like that. I'm yeah. taking. If you guys are going to give me third pick, I'm taking a strategy approach. I mean, the funny thing is, is that what I should like, if I would have just made my picks and then said, you know what? I made my pick. I'm going to switch it. I'd be doing pretty well this year. Hey, <laughs> I think you and I have losing records. So. I'm just going to say Fagol is going to have his first 0-6 week, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to take advantage of it and make mine 6-0. and That's right. All right. Maybe. I'm, I'll have a few different. I'm taking Alabama minus 21 playing Mississippi State. It's a huge number, 21 against Mississippi State. I know it is. But you know what? Saban doesn't lose back-to-back games. Ooh. So this game is not about if Bama loses. It's how much does Bama win this game by. So let's let's go back a little bit, all right? Uh, last time uh, that Saban lost back-to-back games was 2007. You know that? That was the first time he did that. Only time he's done it. So uh, let's go. Last year, Bama. Remember they got upset by Texas A&M. You guys remember that? Texas A&M was unranked. Bama lost in Week Six to them. And who did Bama yep. play the next week? Bama played Mississippi State the next week. Oh, poor Mississippi oh. State. And they won that game last year, 49 to nine. Saban responds really, really well after he loses because I think he fires his team up more than any any coach can. So I'm taking Bama to cover 21. I like it. Okay. I am taking Penn State minus three and a half versus Minnesota. It's Penn State's whiteout game, and my dumb brain tells me they never lose whiteout games. I didn't research that. And I'm not trying to look, try to fact check it, but it's their whiteout game. How can they lose? Give me the mm-hmm. new lines to cover at home. I can't think of Penn State without thinking of Sandusky. That's comeback. I'm taking Minnesota plus four at Penn State. <laughs> we'll give you three and a half on that, dude. That's what we'll go to that. Okay. okay. Yep. All right. Um, there wasn't a ton of like ranked ranked games, so I kind of had to start digging this week, you know, open it up to all FBS. And but let's go. Buffalo plus seven playing Toledo. Buffalo started the year rough, three early losses, but since then they're four and zero, boys. They are four and zero since then, and they have covered every one of those games. All right. What's that saying? Good teams win, but better teams, great teams cover. Great teams cover. Let's take the fucking Buffalo Bulls, baby. Plus seven. <laughs> All right. My next one, I'm taking Ole Miss. I'm not taking Ole Miss. I'm taking LSU minus one and a half. LSU looked pretty damn good last week versus Florida. Ole Miss hasn't beaten anybody overly good, in my opinion. Uh, their, their best win's Kentucky, and I don't think Kentucky's all that great. 
The game is in Death Valley. Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. What is it? Minus one and a half? Yeah. That was a weird one I saw, though. I, I, I don't disagree with you on this, because why would I disagree with you? You're fucking amazing at this. But it was <laughs> weird seeing, like, a team unranked playing against a top-10 team and being favored, you know? I agree. Yeah. I just think it's a lot of it has to do with the Ole Miss hasn't beaten anybody that's worth a shit and at the games at LSU. Yeah. Uh, LSU, I watched it firsthand. They're not that good. It's Florida's defense was that bad. I'm going to take Old Miss uh, at LSU. One and a half. I've been a two, but um, for the record, um, I've had all the same bets as Fagola. I am flipping them on the fly. Just so you know, you're fading the wrong person here, Sherry. <laughs> Well, you really have had the same ones. He's he's done everywhere. In my life. I've view. had the yeah. same exact one as you every time. And oh, you, you have. It, I flip it. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what yep. you're saying. Dude. It's a comeback. All right, I'm taking. Man, I feel like I keep taking this team. They keep crushing me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rolling with it, and hopefully we we flip that Kansas plus seven and a half playing Baylor. The way Kansas started this year, they seemed really legit. Are they going to lose three games in a row now? I don't know. They probably will, right? Is Kansas really that good at football? Probably not. But I'm thinking their offense will keep it close enough to cover that seven and a half spread. So Kansas seven and a half. Is Daniels back? No, I don't think so. I think he's out for the year. They got uh, oh, their quarterback. The quarterback's Bean, Josh Bean, something, but he played all last year. I think he was a starter last year, so he's got some experience. Uh, all right, my next one, I'm taking UNLV plus 25 versus Notre Dame. I cannot picture a world where that shitbag fucking team beats anybody by 25 points. They stink. Tommy Reese, their offensive coordinator, fucking stinks. I think Notre Dame wins the game, but there's no fucking chance in hell they cover this game. And I'm going to tell you this right now. If they lose this game on Saturday, Jack Swarback, the AD, better walk down on the field and fucking fire Marcus Freeman on the spot. He shouldn't even go back to the locker room, fire him, kick him out of fucking Notre Dame Stadium, send that son of a bitch somewhere else. I'm fucking almost done with his ass. UNLV plus 25. I'm going to take Notre Dame. Um I think that they really start to turn the program around right now. They're really good at beating up bad teams. They've been doing that for the past 12 years. We've seen it. It's when they play a good team, they struggle with competition. So they play a bad UNLV. I think they cover the 25 and a half. Was it 25 and a half or 25? I don't even have it written down. 25. Right. I, I had 25. Shit. Sherry's going to be lost here, dude. He can't fade you in this one. This next one with the underdog pick. <laughs> All right, my underdog. Let's go. I'm taking Purdue to beat Wisconsin. All right. Purdue has not beat Wisconsin since the year 2003. 2003 was the last time that Purdue beat them. And you know what? These two teams are going in complete opposite directions. Purdue actually looks pretty decent right now, and Wisconsin looks completely lost right now. So you know what? That streak has to end dope. eventually. They have to end eventually, and it's going to happen this week. Uh, Purdue is actually uh, underdogs by two and a half in this one, so let's go Boilermakers. Well, 
without well, I'll use a little train pun here. I'm actually jumping on the train as well, Kev. I also have the Boilermakers beating Wisconsin on Saturday. Wisconsin fired their head coach, uh, responded with, by beating the wheels off Northwestern, and then they followed that game up by losing to a Michigan State team that is down bad. Purdue's a quiet 5-2. and two. They've played close games all year long. I think they're in this one late. They win a squeaker. Boilermakers moved to six and two. Um, a lot of people would say <clears throat> when I go down to Nashville, I become Clint. That's my cowboy name. Um, I've got OK State Cowboys. Uh, this is Clint's pick. They are at home, um, and they're an underdog against Texas six and a half. I say uh, horns down, motherfuckers, um, and OK State wins that matchup. Clint says that. We talk about segues all the time, baby. Over-under, 62.5. I am crushing the over on this game. These offenses are elite. Their defenses suck. OK State's going to have a chip on their shoulder after last week's loss to TCU. Quinn Ewers is back. He has two games under his belt um, last two weeks. And he's got Texas moving the ball a lot. So I want to hammer the over on that one. 62 and a half. It's pretty fucking amazing. I think Kevin and I looked at each other, called each other up to see what we're going to do for picks. I also have <laughs> over the over in this game. The teams are combined in average 82 and a half. That number, 60, it's 62 and a half now. What'd you have it at? I had it at 61 and a half. It doesn't I, matter what the fuck it is. It <laughs> seems like a slam dunk to hit. Give me the over in Texas. Okay, State. It's showing 61 right now. 61. Oh, boy. Let's put it at 61 and a half, and we'll call it good. I'm, uh, I'm going to the big one. I'm taking Oregon, UCLA, over 71 and a half points. Um, I think I'm just going to sit there and watch a ton of fucking scoring. I said it'd be like 40. I mean, I said it'd be like 50 to 51, and uh, I think you could have bumped that up to 80 and 81, and it would be all right. But Was it 71? Welcome. 71 and a half. Love Welcome it, back, Shory. Welcome back to the fucking overs, baby. Never mind. Stop betting those stupid-ass unders. I was one in one with the unders. The best is last week he did take an over. He did 41 and a half, and it was only 33 points in that game. So <laughs> should have stuck to your pussy ways, dude. I haven't even had a chance to look at last week's scores. So don't do it. Just don't even do it. I think last week I just like picked like one that was low score and was like, oh, they can't. They got to score at least this bunch. Well, I don't like it. Gola picked three of the same picks as mine, including the underdog pick. That's why you make up points as the underdog pick, dude. So I'm not digging that. Sherry's got a chance to move in this one. Um, at the end of the day, who really gives a shit who gets second or third in this league? So, Sherry, I like what you're doing. Appreciate it. All right. Big balls. I mean, at the rate this is going, we should just have whoever wins second should win the prize because I'm just so far ahead of you guys. Because <laughs> you've the, won the so real much money in real betting. I know your boy took a beating fucking Saturday. <laughs> shit. All right. Uh, so baseball is in the fucking heat of things, but we don't give a shit about it really. I mean, Yankees are playing, but who gives a fuck really about that? Hockey's started, but no one cares about hockey. NBA started last night. I could Gold. give two fucks that it started, but <laughs> Golden. So you honest. didn't watch any of the Celtics last night. 
No. no. I, I'm telling you right now, I will not watch probably a second of the NBA until football's over. I just don't care. But and the why? Does it, I, they, okay. don't, they don't intertwine together. Like, NBA but is always later. Care. It's only because you, you want to get sleep, dude. That's why. NBA plays at night no. and you go to bed. Probably, but I don't care either. Like, the only reason I watched the NBA, like, the Celtics last year in the finals is because of this. If we didn't have the I wouldn't have watched them. I, I hate the NBA. Like, Interesting. I just. Well, let's go to someone's take that does matter. Shuri, you watched the game last night? Oh, I watched <laughs> it all. Uh, JT. JT coming out looking good. A healthy can, JT, can, best player can, in the Shockman, NBA. Shockman, he did it in a game that didn't matter. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, don't be don't be hating on him, man. We're on to a new season. What? You never look behind, baby. You only look forward, and he dominated. Can we talk about the best thing about the game last night? And it was the uniforms the Celtics wore. Oh, those were nice. Those were sweet. They had uh, those were fucking nice. They had the rings on the side, right? Is that like a, is that like a, that was a homage to Bill Russell, right? Is that what I heard? Yeah. Yeah. And they had like all the amount of rings he had on the side of the, the jerseys. The color, the green color, it almost reminded me of the Bucks in a way. Yeah, they did a little oh. bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The green. I was yeah, thinking was... Tampa Bay Bucks, but I see Oh, no, yeah. Milwaukee. Yeah, Bucks, no, sorry. it was like a, it was a fresh look for sure. Um, mm-hmm. The it, I read a tweet right before we uh, started this, and it was um, it took all of one game for me to be annoyed with Marcus Smart. Um, and I thought that like could have been more perfect. Like, what do you? Like, I've never seen somebody flop and hurt. Like, be a tough guy, but then hurt and like stop pissing me off, Marcus. Like, you're not. And then that you said he was gonna smash uh and beat's head. Like that guy would fucking pick you up and throw you across the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that yeah. that should have been a technical foul on and beat. I don't know what the fuck the refs like. He could have broke his arm for Christ's sakes. Yeah, Celtics. I did the one. Yeah, the one that Smart got the technical on. Yeah, I see thought that, he locked yes. up his arm, dude, and tried to do some damage there. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I was surprised that they gave it only to Smart. Usually, the NBA always cowers down and they just do a double tack in that situation. Yes. So, it's kind of surprised. Um, I think what the Celtics did last year, maybe after the way they started the season, people were surprised. But once we saw them get to the playoffs and like the team that they were, we were like everyone as believers in them now. And I think they're the same team this year and they've only gotten better. They've added Brogdon. They tried to add Gallinari, obviously that didn't work out, but they've added Brogdon and then everyone else in the team has gotten better. Uh, I think that Tatum and Brown are a huge problem for everyone else in the league. They're just young guys who just know how to score the rock. And I just, the makeup of the Celtics is awesome. It's a, it's really, really good. No, this is this looks like yeah. a good team. Good defensive yeah. team. They added Blake Griffin too. I just like to throw his name. And I'm like, oh man, this guy's fucking useless. But then you start reading into it, right? Like he missed 27 games last year. He's number one in the NBA in taking charges. Number two in the NBA in the taking charges, Derek White. Number five in the NBA taking charges, Marcus Smart. Like once they get Rob Williams back and they have that true rim protector, Al Horford's not horrible at, you know, deflecting shots. But and then you have all these guys like ready to like take the charge. Like, what lane are you gonna take? And then if you do finally get a lane, hopefully Rob Williams puts it in the eighth row and someone gets a souvenir. But uh, how late's he out? Is is all about the defense for this team. How long's he out? It looks like it just got pushed back to like after Christmas. Okay. Just read that. No update. Draft him in our fantasy basketball league after Christmas. That's the thing about the NBA, especially is that like the Celtics are going to make the playoffs. No doubt about it. So it's like, right. why even, why rush Williams back? Mm-hmm. You know, no doubt. 
So. All right, we're going to do the shit. Yeah. It's time to find out who's the shit. You guys ready for it? Yep. All right, so we we broke this up into we're going to do the shit segment again. So we have we're going to name a player who is the shit. This is one of the best players in. So actually, let me start rephrase it. We're breaking it down to the East Conference and the Western Conference. So we're going to do eight total uh eight players total. We have the shit, one of the best players in the entire conference. Then we have my shit, one of your favorite players in the conference. Oh yeah. Then we have shitty, a player who uh, you know, maybe used to be good, but now isn't, or a player that you'd expect to just suck. Uh, and then we have piece of shit, just a downright awful person or teammate. Yep. Who wants to, Gola, you want to start? Since you don't follow the NBA as much, maybe, maybe trickier for you to come up with names. So, all right, well, what are we doing? East or West first? I know we can't use the same player. Is it like, is it the same player in the same spot? Like if you use, um, I don't know. You think somebody is the shit. No, no, and I'm no, like, no, no. Wait. This guy's a piece of shit. Can I use that same player in a different yeah. spot? Yeah, I, yeah, I would say okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. So are we doing the East first? Whatever you want, man. You, you're the one leading it you off. You are the leadoff pick. All right. Oh, so we can just go all, all over the board where we want to go with this. Uh, we didn't for NFL, but I don't give a shit. Go for it. I don't give a fuck. We don't have any rules for this, dude. All right. No, I'm just gonna say, all right, the shit. I'm not gonna steal Shores Thunder and take his boy. But I'm going to take the guy who probably is the best player in the Eastern Conference. It's an obvious pick, but it's Giannis. The guy's a goddamn machine. He, he's probably the best player in the NBA. And when, when he's going to the rack, he's damn near unstoppable. So, the Greek freak. You know what I love about Giannis, dude, is that, like, there's, some, there's sometimes been, like, superstars in the NBA who you just fucking think they're assholes. I think Giannis is, like, one of the nicest guys in the NBA. Classy. Though. Yeah. He seems so, it. Such a nice dude. Yeah. I'll let you go, Kev. All right. I'm going to say this guy, uh, and I'm saying this guy because I don't think he gets enough credit, dude, uh, with the other superstars in the league, and that's Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler is the shit, and I think he proved it last year in the playoffs. The dude literally fucking carried the heat to that seventh game in that series, dude. Uh, He will make the heat go as far as what he does is what I'm saying. Like, they have some other good players in that team, but it's whatever Jimmy Butler does is what's going to make the heat go, dude. I fucking I love I love everything about Butler except for the fucking hair he's got going on. Yeah, that is some wild shit. Mine is easy. It's the best player in the league right now, the front runner for the MVP. MVP. Uh, Jason Tatum bringing his game to new levels. He's going to be able to create more with his offense. Uh, addition, I, I think his assists are going to go up. Points will stay about the same. But, um, you know, he just gets cooking, man. Woo.
Um, so what is? Oh, okay. So we're doing my shit. Yes, sir. Yep. Sorry, I'm all, I'm all over the place, boys, with this stuff. You're good, dude. You're uh, good. This is I'll your you boy. Guy, yeah, I. You know who I like, and I I do hate I hate his hair. Like, he drives me fucking nuts. But I love it. I just love the video of him walking through Madison Square Garden, shrugging his shoulders, taunting the Knicks fans. Give me Trey Young. I like the way he plays. Uh, I do hate his fucking hair. It drives me nuts. But I, I, uh, I don't know. Trey, I like the, I like watching Trey Young. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with a three-point shooter, dude. Fucking love guys that can hit threes. I just too, love so. how like a little how arrogant he is too. Like I said, that clip of him fucking going into the, like at MSG yep. after he knocked him out of the playoffs was fucking awesome. I think what's cool too is like in today's age with these players in the NBA, like when they were in high school and stuff, there's tons of videos, you know, because they just grew up in a different age than like Larry Bird and Jordan. Like there's no videos of Jordan Bird in middle school and high school, right? But there's videos of right. Trey Young in high school where he's like taunting the crowd and stuff like that too. So he's always had that swagger. It's pretty awesome. And oh, yeah, actually, fucking... I'm going to I'm gonna go with one of his teammates, and I think it's one of the biggest pickups of the year. He doesn't get a credit either. I'm going with like, a lot of guys low radar. DeJounte Murray, I think this guy is fucking awesome. He played on the Spurs last year. He got traded maybe to the Hawks. I don't know if he got yep. traded or uh, – dude is a fucking phenomenal player. You probably – a lot of people that are casual fans have probably never seen this guy play because he's fairly new to the league, and then he's been on the Spurs, who have been pretty rough the last few years. But last year, dude averaged 21 points. He averaged eight rebounds a game and nine assists a game. He's a walking triple-double. Uh, I think he's just an awesome player to have on the Hawks, and I think he's going to make the Hawks be all really good this year. Oh, boy. Um, I, I was, I'm was i between two guys, but I'm going to take uh, Jalen Brown. Um, that's my guy. Uh, just these two, just these shit and my shit, you know. Um, I thought about going with uh, Drew Holiday, but I'm gonna go with uh, Jalen Brown here. Um, I think he's gonna go to the next level, but I think just watching him yesterday before the game started, you see how smart of a human being he is, and like I think his impact in basketball is minor to what he's gonna make in his life um, for changes um, for you know. All the social whatever things he does, I think is when you when he speaks, everyone listens, and that's just to me. If you can do that on that platform, it's going to be a great thing to see. Um, and then the basketball is just a bonus, um, and it seems like he's going to be, you know, the bat, uh, the Robin to uh, Tatum's Batman. But uh, if he accepts that role, and I think he will, and I think that they're starting to see it now more and more, um, it's not a bad role to be in. It's not a bad role to be Pippin when you have a Jordan. Uh, it's funny with Brown because, like, it's true. He's definitely the the Robin in that situation. But there's going to be tons of nights this year where he puts up better yes. stat lines than Tatum. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, this is sh- shitty? Shitty. Yes, uh, all right. This, this guy, I don't know what it is. He's never moved the needle for me. Kyle Lowry. I don't know what it is. I don't think it, last year he averaged 13 points, four and a half rebounds, seven and a half assists. Solid. But he's making like $29 million. I, I don't know. Lowry doesn't move the needle for me. I don't think, I think he's overrated and he's already 36. So I can't imagine his numbers are going to be like, they're not going to continue to improve. They're only going to get worse. So Lowry, 
for people who used to say he was kind of borderline superstar, star player in the league, hard pass on that guy. Uh, I don't have any stats in front of me to back this up. Just have memories of how bad that dude played in the playoffs. It seemed disgusting yeah. to me. He just, it seemed like he was just out there just making the stupidest plays and just, he did I don't know. Series. Yeah. And, he, and he's like the biggest flopper now. Like his, yeah. and he, he actually used to be a decent defender and with like a little bit of like, yeah, he would, he would exaggerate some stuff. But now it's like, you can't even, there was times like literally somebody would just like go to walk by him and he'd fall on the ground and like, look at the ref. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, they need to change it. So that's, those are technicals. Like I, Marcus smart does that same shit. Not to that extent, but like they need to change the rule where if like, that's what you're trying to do, that that's not, that's not what basketball is played. Like that's not what it should be. Yeah. Um, all right. Shitty. I'm completely 100% doing this because of an injury. And I think it's Joel Embiid. This dude doesn't stay healthy. This dude was a front runner for MVP last year. And it's because he played in like 61 games. He just doesn't play that often. He sits out way too many games because he's such a big man. He's huge. This is a monster of a human being that, and people that big shouldn't stay healthy that long. So I think Embiid's going to have a serious injury. and It's going to just like derail his season and he's going to struggle to come back. Um, so give me Embiid. Great pick. I, I, there's, I just have a hard time believing that body can put up with the amount of contact he takes and falls. Like he falls hard sometimes. So that's a big boy. I think he led the league in free throws last year. Yeah. Um, mine is Ben Simmons. Uh, we don't even know how good you are because you don't even dare to get on the fucking court. It's been two years, um, and you still think you're like some superstar. And I'm gonna call it right now. Uh, he's going to be booed out of fucking Brooklyn. Um, can't shoot. He can't shoot left-handed. He can't shoot right-handed. We don't even know what hand he shoots with. Um, anything outside of 10 feet, not going to fly. Um, he's got good talent around him, so maybe that helps him. But Ben Simmons himself, I want nothing to do with him. Yeah, I actually have him as my piece of shit because I just don't – I think that last year he probably could have played during the playoffs, but I think he's a little bitch-ass motherfucker yeah. and didn't want to. Um, So I just think he's a fucking gigantic piece of shit. And, I, if, yeah, that's, I think I think the fans in Brooklyn are going to get over – they're going to be over his ass in a fucking hurry. Yeah. I honestly was thinking about saving him for that, and I was like, man, I don't know if like Ben Simmons will get back to me because I think there's another player in Brooklyn that uh, I don't think he's shitty, but I do think he's the POS. So, <laughs> um, I think this to me is probably the easiest pick of them all, and I am going with Miles Bridges. Uh, just an awful yeah. human being, dude. I mean. Yeah, the fucking dude got arrested this year. He's probably gonna miss the entire season, rightfully so. Hopefully, they fucking Hornets release this guy. Hopefully, he never gets played again. He's got a bunch of counts of like domestic abuse against a chick. He's like the accounts um, where he's injured a child. It's like just a downright Awful. bad person. Bad person. Get him out of the NBA. I, I mean, I'm shocked that somebody from Flint, Michigan, would be. <laughs> Uh, mine's uh, back-to-back. So I went two Celtics, 
and I'm going to take two nets. Uh, fuck you, Kyrie. You are literally, like, if I had a bullet and I had to pick one person on this planet to put it into, it's you, brother. I, I, hey, you, you chose you, man. You chose you. You're a scumbag. And uh, I, I think I speak for most true diehard Celtics fans. I think that they would take that one shot and uh, fuck you, Kyrie. Uh, in the knee. In the knee, of course. So we can never play again. I've mm-hmm. I've speaking about this in the past. That shot goes. I don't want to get misspoke. That shot goes to the knee. Better better aim than what happened to Brian Robinson. Um, I'm taking out the career. All right. Westcola. You guys want to switch the order up, or do you want me to just keep rolling with it? I don't care. What are you grinning about, dude? You're like grinning, dude. You're like over there, like you want to say something, laugh. What's going on? Sherry? No, I'm talking to you. Me? You high? Like you're over are there you like high? You in that carrot juice? I have no idea. Little... No, I, I'm, I don't think I'm grinning. Oh, I thought you were. I think, think he, was, I think he knows that I speak for most Celtics fans. Uh, when I say we would take a bullet and put it right through Kyrie's knee, I think it might have been. Maybe I was grinning because of what she. I think I oh, saw that. It's and just so I goddamn aggressive when it comes to Kyrie. True. Um. So you guys want to switch it up, and you want to just keep rolling? You keep going, dude. There's All just right. one. There's one pick I really, really I don't want you to take. So I mean, just don't do it, and then we'll be friends still. All right. Well, hopefully I'm not taking it here. I think this guy's just a goddamn electric factory. I love watching him play, and he's he carried a fairly <laughs> average team. I feel like play. wow. I got you. But little, I, I watched I it during you. the playoffs, the playoffs last year. Yes, sir. Uh, and I'm thinking John Morant. The guy is fucking awesome, an absolute stud. He carried a yeah. bad Memphis team last year. He's just a he's a fucking animal. I don't have any stats up in front of me, but if Mar- I think he's struggles from deep, and if Morant can figure out a three-point shot, I think he is going to be a very, very dangerous player in the NBA. He's very exciting to watch, dude. Like for a dude that's probably like, how tall is Morant? You think like six three? Yeah. He puts uh, down some I of. I got the- him up. ESPN says six three. Six three. He puts down some of the most incredible dunks. Yeah. It's insane how athletic that fucking guy is. Um. All right, I'm I'm gonna go with the guy uh, who I think will be MVP this year, uh, Luca. I think Luca is incredible. This dude, when you said that he carried a team in the playoffs, I thought you were gonna say Luca because Luke, looking at the Mavericks roster last year, they weren't that good, and they made it to the Western Conference Finals. I think I think they yeah they beat the Suns yeah. to make the Western Conference Finals, so. Luca just is incredible to me. This dude is still like, I think he's like, what, 22, 23 years old. This season, he's lost a bunch of, or didn't lose weight, but he, he got more cut, basically. The dude looks like he's not as chubby as he once was. I just think he's incredible. He just, I think he's going to win quite a few MVPs, and I think it's going to start this year. Be hard to beat out Tatum, I feel you. But I will take the guy who has won two MVPs, Nikola Jokic, uh, the Joker, man. I just feel like t- we need to give this guy the respect he deserves. He is 
just a different basketball player. He's a seven foot point guard. He can make any pass on the court. He can he can bring the ball anywhere he needs to on the court. He can make any shot. Um, he's also surrounded by shitty talent. Um, but he is one of the best players to to watch. And if you haven't seen him, uh, it's just incredible what he can do. Uh, the per player efficiency rating, he broke the all-time record last year, too. Greatest season ever, according to player efficiency rating so yeah he's he's in, there's literally nothing he doesn't do he does yeah. literally everything he's yeah, awesome he's... oh there's one guy i mean there's like an obvious choice this because it's just who he is but i'm not gonna go with him we'll go with kg touch base on john moran as far as guys who just played on some thunderous dunks so i'm taking another guy that does that and that's anthony edwards that guy absolutely just bangs on people all the time. I think he's a young superstar. He's the best player on that Grizzlies team. He's better than Cat, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I Edwards is fucking awesome. Edwards will easily win a scoring title before his career is over. That dude can score the rock at will, it seems I like. really didn't think anyone was going to say him, so I'm pretty pissed right now. <laughs> Uh, well, NBA guy, obviously, dude. Obviously, I did. <laughs> uh, this is the one pick I was worried about anyone taking, but Damn. then I got thinking about it, and uh, Gola hates Duke with a passion. But oh. I fucking love Zion more. Zion's my favorite player in the NBA. I think he's like has an awesome personality. He just seems like a cool dude. But like, just him on the court, he seems bigger. He seems bigger than everyone on the court. Well, he is bigger than everyone on the court, but. He just seems like a bigger, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I don't know. He's fucking awesome. I hope he he's stays healthy. He's a unit. He's dude. larger than life. There you go. He just, I just hope he stays healthy. Uh, he's lost a little bit of weight this year, and hopefully that keeps him on the court because I just fucking love watching this guy play. They played today, by the way, um, if I'm seeing this right, right? Yeah, they played today against the Nets um, and absolutely fucking blew him out. He had 25 and 10. Um, three assists, four steals. Uh, that just tells you he can he can fill the stats. Oh, by the way, Ben Simmons played 23 minutes, minus 26 in the plus minus, with only four points. So <laughs> didn't even see that until now when I said that he was shitty. Um, I'm just gonna tell you, that's not good. Difference maker. Yes. All right. Um. <clears throat> My guy, I so you guys took both of my top two picks. Um, I literally was just bringing up Zion's stats so I could say him, but then I realized, okay, Kev's going to say this. So I still, um, let me see. The guy I want is who I wanted the Celtics to get. That is Bruce Brown was for the Nets. Um, went over to, I believe, Utah? No, Denver. He went to Denver. And uh, I think that this is a guy who's from New England, which automatically makes me love him, um, is a guy that does all the dirty work. He's only six foot three, but he plays uh, last year for the Nets. He was playing center. This year, I just read that he's playing point guard. Um, so it's a guy that can do a little bit of everything. He's not like your guy who's going to be selling your top jerseys, but I'm just so proud of a New England guy. Like I think that, that we're all the same neighborhood. Um, so I want to give him the respect, and that's my guy. I can tell you right now that uh, 
I think the odds of Bruce Brown's name being said tonight at this fucking show was <laughs> plus one million. Easily plus Not one. many kids from New England played in the NBA. <clears throat> I, I don't even know who the hell he is. I don't even know who the hell he is either, dude. I've even, never heard yes. of him. There's no, there's no... Okay, so my shit is... I defined this earlier. Is one of your favorite players in the entire conference. You mean to tell me Bruce <laughs> Brown is one of your favorite players? Oh yeah, no. I was dying for the Celtics to get this guy. Jesus. I'm not. Fu- I'm not. I'm really not shitting with you. Like I, I think that he's a. That's what I mean, though. I watch him play, and I'm like, this guy is one of the best glue players in the NBA. On good, like he's not the guy, but he, he is such a good. Uh, third, fourth guy. Like he's a great defender. He's gonna do all the dirty work. Like I love watching him play. He's he's honestly and and like you're gonna make fun of me for this, but he's my, like the next closest thing to like coming up to being a Draymond Green. He does that stuff. Mm. Interesting, dude. The trash talk. Yep. Interesting. Uh, player, I mean, this is player used to be shitty. I mean, this is easy. It's Russ. Russ is bad. And the guy yeah. he comes out today and said that he thinks that the reason why he um pulled his hamstring last night was because he had to come off the bench and he didn't start. So the guy's just a fucking buffoon. It, he's done. He's so bad at shooting too. He's just like all the memes oh, my- of him breaking dude are like they're actually laugh out loud funny. That was a preseason game that that happened, and he did start last night, but he is still a fucking idiot, dude. I agree with you 100% on it. Um, so the weird thing about Westbrook, last year, he had, I think he averaged like 18, 8, and 7, something like that. Pretty pretty impressive stat line still, right? 18, 8, and 7. But I think this, no matter where this guy goes, he's just a team cancer, and he just the teams don't win with him. So I think is even if you put up yeah. those great gaudy numbers, it's like it doesn't matter at the end of the day because you're not winning the most, you're not getting the best stat, and that's a win at the end of the day. So, right. Yeah, I hate. I'm not a fan of Russ. Um, I am gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Chris Paul. I think this dude is coming up to his age 38. I think, and. Players just aren't meant to be playing that long. Like, there's a couple guys, like, you know, LeBron's a freak and everything like that. Paul last year got injured a little bit, and when he got injured, the Suns team was a completely different team. And I'm banking both of my shitty players on injuries this year. I hate injuries. I don't think they're good, but I just think that when you get up to being 38 years old, I just don't think your body hangs up as much, and I think Paul's going to be missing a lot of times. And the Suns aren't going to be as good this year because of it. Yeah, I like that one as well. Oh, I got <clears throat> mine's like kind of the same basis of uh, Kev's. I just think Dame Lillard, man, is soft as fuck. Uh, I'm so sick of everyone kissing his ass. Like he's like one one playoff series. He's like 35 years old. I don't know what the how old he really is, but I feel like he's been playing for like 12 years and everyone kisses his ass because he jacks up like threes. But when the game matters, like I feel like he's never going to win one. Um I, mm-hmm. I last year I don't know how many games he played it was probably like twenty I feel like and it's probably gonna be like another twenty this year. Yeah, not a Dame yeah. guy. Yeah, it wasn't much, dude. I he was one I thought about, but I feel like he's gonna bounce back a little bit. But he I definitely thought about him for that this spot. 
Um, by the way, I looked up some Bruce Brown stats for tonight. Uh, 13 minutes, minus 14, 0 for 3, <laughs> one rebound, two turnovers. Oh, so man. not filling up the old stat sheets like I, I thought. No. I literally have no idea where to go to this piece of oh, shit thing. Piece of shit? Um, so I'm just going to do it. It's going to really piss Shory off. But I think the whole situation a few weeks ago when he sucker punched a teammate for no fucking reason, I'm saying Draymond. This guy's a fucking loser. That's that's who, that's who I had, dude. It is. I've never hey, been a hey, huge come fan of him. I haven't either, but. What did he come out with? And if you look at what's that? Oh, that little TNT video we put out, and it's like, did you see that shit? No. It was. I watched it. Fucking ridiculous, dude! It's one of the strangest fucking things. I don't know. He's. I don't know. I've never been a big like you said. I agree with you, Kevin. Never been a big fan of Draymond, but. Yeah. Him soccer punching a guy. I don't know. Whatever. Um, I'm gonna go with uh. Pat Bev. I have never been a fan of Patrick Beverly. I think he is one of the dirtiest players in the NBA. I think he I think literally he goes out there sometimes and he knows he's that like scrappy player. And I mm-hmm. think his goal legit is to injure people because he's done it before. I think he's injured Chris Paul and he injured uh, I think he injured Russ before too. him and Russ have a pretty big beef. And that was a big storyline with the Lakers bringing Bev in to play with Russ this year. So I've never been a fan of Beverly. Uh, not a, just not excited to watch him play this year on the Lakers. Couldn't read I just looked I at to, the the Lakers roster. It's gross. That is bad. Yeah, they have no role players Holy at shit. all. Speaking yeah. of, my piece of shit is LeBron fucking James. Uh, we can't go this whole segment without saying the name once. Uh, I got it out. Uh, there's probably a lot of good he's done. There's, I feel like there's a lot of shady shit he's done. But I will tell you, he's the most self-centered motherfucker I've ever seen. And uh, he is Other than Coach Guy. the <laughs> biggest piece of shit to walk between the lines this year. Got the whole ad popping up in my ears there. Uh, thank you, ESPN, for that. Mm-hmm. There you have it. That's the shit list, dude. The, the shit segment. All right, we're going to do it real quick. We're just going to go through who you think is going to make the finals, who's going to yeah. win the finals, and then who's going to be the MVP of this season, not MVP of the finals, because I know they do that too. Somebody else lead it off. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Celtics versus Suns, and Celtics win it all. Jason Tatum, finals MVP. I don't even know. You don't want that. Don't Don't care. He's sweeping it all, baby. Finals MVP and regular season MVP. Number zero, baby, to the house. <laughs> wow. Look at that, dude. That'd be quite the season, wouldn't it? Yeah. That would be quite the See, fucking season. We talked about this first thing. We said... Um, I, I have no expectation for the Patriots. I am in for total letdown on the Celtics this year. Yeah, that's. Um, want me go? Yeah, I'll, I'm, I'm thinking. Uh, I think that it's weird. Cause I think we, t- I talked about this maybe end of last season where like the NBA's flipped where. 
the West was always really, really dominant, and the East had like one or two good teams, and it's completely flipped. Like, I feel like from the West, there's just not many teams that could actually make the championship. I think it's really boring, but if they're healthy, the Warriors will make it again. I just think that they are the best team in the West still. But I think the best team in the East, once Middleton gets healthy, will be the Bucks again. I think the Bucks pushed the Celtics last week, last year to the brink without Middleton. And I think once I get him back, who is their second best player, is a huge lift. So I'm going to take the Bucks to beat the Warriors in the finals. Uh, injuries surround both those teams they have for a while. Uh, so I'm taking Bucks, and I said it already before. I think Luca wins his first of many MVPs this year. The NBA gets NBA gets a lot of sports leagues do this, but NBA especially gets very uh, bored with uh, players winning over and over. And I don't. There's no chance, even if uh, Jokic does it again this year, that they give him three in a row. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I have no goddamn clue. Um, I am okay. I'm just gonna say it's gonna be a repeat of last year's finals. Celtics, Warriors, and I'm going with. Jesus. John Moran is the MVP. Who's going to win the finals? Uh, the Warriors. Look at that, dude. They had it. There you have it. All right. What do you think? Another long episode. I, that was a good one. Um, <clears throat> we got a lot in. Got a lot in. And we didn't even talk about baseball. So next episode, we got to get some baseball in. Um, teams are advancing. We're in the NLCS, ALCS. So we got to get some baseball in next Yeah, episode. Yanks will be swept by then. So that'll be pretty nice. I was going to say, the NLCS is tied up. And it looks like the Yanks are down 4-2 to two in the ninth. Yep. Um, you know, I saw a lot of Yankees fans. I mean, listen, I understand that going to, the, going to this championship series is obviously exciting it's a good thing but so a lot of people very um optimistic about their chances against the astros and the yankees have just never beat them no the worst thing about it is that they're they had no break in between because of all the postponements they had in the ds games yeah. and so now they don't have any of their starting rotation lined up for this like hammer the astros to win the series like, Cole won't be able to pitch to game three. Cortez won't be able to pitch to game four. So it's like, no. Could you imagine, though, if the World Series, like, if you if it was like the if the Yanks and Phillies made it, you'd have to think it's two of the biggest scumbag fucking fan bases that, like, known to man. Oh, go Philly fuck yourself, York. dude. Get out of here. You can't even say scumbag <laughs> right now. Right there, loser. too. Dude, Seriously. No. I'm just saying it's, I said two of the, I didn't say the two. So fucking something you fucking you butt hurt your fucking panties in a bunch over uh, there, Kev. Both New York teams, if it was good for the top two. Good lord. Oh, fuck. All right, for goals, gotta go to bed. <laughs> good. I'm glad we didn't talk any. Uh, House I got a rust up, dude. Seen it, so. Oh, we haven't. Yeah, oh, that's okay. right. Yeah, no, that's fine. And we'll, I got. We'll I get... really catch up next one. Oh, mm -hmm. I gotta rest up because I gotta chase two fucking kids around this weekend, as you do too, Girl, I think. Girls' weekend. 
It's girls week. Girls weekend. It doomsday is upon us. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow is the day. Oh, yeah. Shit. So, yeah, it's um, will be my first nights alone with the kids. Ooh, so, baby, you better hope that skunk's gone. You don't need any more stress, yeah, dude. No shit. I just told Lynn, I said, I'm all leaving the house. So we're getting Hannah for to go. I'm just not leaving. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to, we'll probably go up to, go up to my parents' house a little bit this weekend, but yeah, I'll probably bring my kid over to Kevin. So Kevin's kids can entertain my kid. There you go. <laughs> that always works. Yeah. All right. Um, <clears throat> follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. It helps us out. Um, other than that, stay healthy. Peace. Yeah. Thanks, guys.